2: You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. Is the Zoom ceiling a new barrier holding remote workers back? Many would agree that there is a bias favoring those who are in the office compared to those who are working remotely, with remote employees feeling like they're getting passed over for promotions. On the line to discuss is Vita Richardson, author of Take Six, Essential Habits to Own Your Destiny, Overcome Challenges and Unlock Opportunities. Thank you for joining me.
0: Happy to be here, Vicki. Thank you for inviting me.
2: Vita, as someone who as of recently has been working primarily remotely, I mean, I come into the office like once a week. Uh, This (laughs) idea of the Zoom ceiling hits kind of close to home for me. Tell us, what are some of the pros and cons of working remotely?
0: Sure. Well, one of the cons is sometimes people have a tendency to feel like out of sight, out of mind. And as a result, they feel as though despite there are a lot of benefits, flexibility, no commute, reduced distractions, portability, that they lose a little bit in the way of communication, the social opportunities and interaction, and ability to develop a rapport with their colleagues. So there are definitely trade-offs regarding this new remote working.
2: What groups are more likely to choose remote work than other groups?
0: Well, you know, the studies tell us that more women and more minorities Are choosing remote work environments over other groups.
2: And why is that?
0: Well, what we know is that women especially, and minorities as well, often balance a lot of home responsibilities. And so being able to lose that commute can sometimes allow them to add additional time to the day. In addition to that, by working remotely, there are opportunities to be able to save money. So Those couple of concerns are probably driving some of the decision-making there.
2: What should remote employees do if they feel their career opportunities have stalled?
0: Well, I think one of the things you have to do before you choose remote work when you're given that choice is to think about a couple of things. First, how good are you at self-organizing and planning? Are you a planner or a procrastinator in terms of looking at your work? How effective are you at email communications and electronic communications? Because that's the challenge, to be able to get your ideas and concepts across but not necessarily have that in-person interaction. So I think first it takes really being honest with yourself, taking stock of whether a remote work situation is for you. And then if it is, then we can talk about some of the tactics that might help make you shine as opposed to being
2: overlooked. So how can remote employees stand up for themselves and take credit for their performance?
0: Uh, Well, certainly it takes uh, a couple of things. One, I think that you have to clarify you know, your role and your responsibilities. Also understand what are the expectations of your management regarding the remote work environment. If you want to have flexible hours of the day, in addition to being remote, making sure that all that is clarified up front. Because the worst thing is to create an image of yourself or a view of management that you're not dependable. So in order to have that reputation for being dependable, it takes being proactive
2: to def- define what that means upfront. I'm speaking with Vita Richardson, author of Take Six, Essential Habits to Own Your Destiny, Overcome Challenges and Unlock Opportunities. So how can remote employees set aside their pride and embarrassment if they need to ask for help?
0: Definitely. You know, we all get a little bit proud sometimes or feel like we have to seem like we have it all together. And actually, I think that that's just the opposite, especially when you're remote. I think that you need to check in with your manager, let them know what's going on, be upfront and honest if you need clarification or you need assistance. It's also important to be present and pay attention. You know, clarify your action items before a video meeting might end, because unlike the in-person employee, When the meeting ends, you don't have a chance to walk down the hall with someone as you go back to your workspace. So everything has to be a little bit more scheduled and defined within the boundaries of that remote work interaction.
2: And are there any other habits we should develop or other advice you have for us remote workers?
0: Certainly. Some environments are environments where you're expected to turn on your video. Be present and pay attention when you do. Don't work on other projects or be seen like you're busy typing instead of paying attention to your colleagues as that meeting is going on. Another good tactic is when you schedule a meeting with someone, send them an agenda in advance so that you're able to cover at minimum the items that need to be addressed. Sometimes when we're remote working, we have a tendency to go off on tangents. And when your time is as defined as it is in a remote work environment, having an agenda help you make sure that you pay attention to the projects or the items that need attention.
2: I've been speaking with Vita Richardson, author of Take Six Essential Habits to Own Your Destiny, Overcome Challenges and Unlock Opportunities. How would you like us to get your book?
0: Oh, the book is available easily off of Amazon. I think it's also sold through Barnes & Noble and Target. Both as a Kindle book, ebook as well as in a hard copy.
2: Thank you so much for talking with us today, and thank you for offering this great advice. Happy to.